I'm Mark Pender for Econa Day with Mark Rogers, Senior Economist for Econa Day. This week's focus is primarily on the consumer sector, although there are uh, key numbers on manufacturing and construction. We're taping midday Monday, and we have already had some notable numbers. But first, Mark, let's talk about the consumer sector. The last time I checked the calendar, it's first Friday, and this time we're actually going to get the employment report as originally scheduled. Yes, we're finally starting to get back on schedule due to the uh, or catching up from the uh, government shutdown. Still going to take a couple of more weeks, um, probably actually to the end of the month for some private sector reports. But uh, we're back on schedule for the employment report. And uh, of course, that is the big item this week. We'll get uh, a little early heads up a hint where private payrolls are headed from the ADP report on Wednesday. Uh, but uh, right now, according to the analysts, the, the labor market is not looking too pretty. Uh, October jobs gained 204,000, but uh, they're expecting 180,000, a downgrade for November. Well, maybe we'll get some positive news on the un unemployment rate. Uh, the Accommodate consensus is for 7.2%, which is down from 7.3% in October. We might get a downtick in the unemployment rate, but what is important to keep watching is, is the why the unemployment rate goes down. Uh, what we really want is for uh, job growth to push the unemployment rate down. But what we've seen in recent months is that it's been largely a decline in the participation rate that has nudged the unemployment rate down. And the Fed almost certainly does not see a decline in the participation rate as pointing to a stronger jobs market. Uh, well, while the employment report is back on schedule, the personal income report is still on a delayed schedule, posting Friday the same time as employment. What are we looking for? Well, there's, there's several components. We want to look at, of course, the income portion, which fuels consumer spending, then the spending portion and the inflation portion. From the employment report for October, Aggregate earnings in the private sector were up 0.3%. Uh, that's just for private wages and salaries, but it does point to a moderate gain in personal income, and that's actually what uh, the consensus calls for for the total, uh, plus 0.3%. And that's a moderate rate? That, that's a moderate rate, yes. The spending forecast also looks moderate at uh, uh, the forecast of 0.32. Well, I've, I've got some uh, question marks about uh, the consensus number for spending. Uh, it looks sort of iffy to me. Uh, for October, unit new motor vehicle sales dipped 0.3%, uh, but it's, not, it's hard to know the price effects in in advance, including off and on discounting by manufacturers. Uh, also, uh, retail sales excluding autos <coughs> rose only 0.2% in October. 
Excuse uh, me. So it, it, yes, it, it, you have to add to the mix how much the Commerce Department splits auto sales between business investment and consumer spending, uh, according to registration data. That's right. Uh, you, you cert there are a lot of technical factors that affect going uh, from retail sales, unit new motor vehicle sales to uh, personal consumption expenditures. But at the surface level, based on what we know currently, uh, that 0.3%, uh, it looks kind of iffy to me. Uh, we also get an update in, the, in that same uh, personal income report on the Fed's favorite inflation indicator, the uh, indicators, the PCE price indexes. That's right. Uh, we're coming up on uh, an FOMC meeting uh, middle part of this month, and uh, the Fed is looking back and forth between the labor market and pending inflation. And as long as pending inflation is low, the Fed can focus on maintaining quantitative easing to boost the labor market uh, through various effects. And uh, we already have some early information on where the PCE numbers are likely to come out. Uh, we've already had October CPI data, and they, close, they closely track the PCE price indexes. There are some technical differences but they usually differ marginally at the most. We had an October headline CPI down 0.1%, and the consensus calls for zero, well, a, a flat reading for the PCE price index at the headline level. The core CPI was up 0.1% in October, and that's the uh, forecast for the core PCE price index. Uh, and basically, we're, we're going to still end up with, uh, absolutely certainly, with year-on-year uh, -year numbers that are very below the Fed target of 2%. So uh, the price portion of the report is going to allow the Fed to maintain flexibility for quantitative easing. And we get another report on uh, auto sales. Unit auto sales are on Tuesday, and this is for November. Uh, yes, that's right. They're going to be trickling in, as usual, from the manufacturers. Won't have a, a total until about 4.30 or 5 o'clock Eastern time. But it's an important part for consumer spending as well as manufacturing. So uh, that's going to be an important report on the consumer sector, this report. And despite a little slippage in October and September, motor vehicle sales have been at healthy levels for several reasons. And that includes uh, the economy stabilized from the recession and it's in recovery mode. Uh, we have low finance rates, and after the recession, uh, which was rather extended, we have an aging auto fleet, so it's time to replace those cars. Uh, and consumers are, they're actually very excited about uh, new features and new cars, notably the electronics. So the median forecast for November is somewhat optimistic. Uh, imports and domestics combined 
at 15.7 million units annualized versus 15.2 million in October. Well, earlier today, we had the ISM report on manufacturing, which really is at a two-and-a-half-year high. Uh, and it's being fed. The number one and, and number two industries there are primary metals and textiles, and they're being fed by the auto industry, according to the ISM. So uh, it's showing up, at least in that report. But the, And it's all about the Fed, I guess, with this week, because we're going to get the the big jobs uh, report on Friday and that will determine expectations. Uh, That'll feed into Fed thinking later in the month. And uh, and when uh, tapering of quantitative easing might start and before that, in midweek we get the beige book uh, which will give them an economic, anecdotal economic assessment for the December 17th and 18th FOMC. What should we look for, Mark? Uh, basically, they're they're going to want to see what the labor market is doing. I don't think they're going to be worried about inflation currently. Uh, the majority will not be worried about inflation currently, and they'll focus on whether there are reports of improvements in the labor market, not notably uh, improved hiring. Uh, the benchmark for financial markets, however is going to be the characterization of the economy and from the last beige book the characterization was uh, quote uh, national economic activity continue to expand at a modest to moderate pace so that's going to be the benchmark primarily for the financial markets uh, Wednesday afternoon Thank you very much as always, Mark Rogers of Econo Day. I'm Mark Penner for Econo Day.